Welcome to the Thursday cross-reference episode of the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. On Monday, in our walk through John's Gospel, we saw how Jesus used an analogy with the wind to demonstrate to Nicodemus the truth of the Spirit's movement within people's lives. Today, we explore the mystery of God's activity a little further, using that same analogy, this time as presented to us by King Solomon in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 5 Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mysteries of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. I will stop and breathe in your presence Just breathe Just breathe Have you ever gotten frustrated at the weather forecast? Not the weather. I'm not talking about getting miffed at the rain or the wind or the beating down sun, but being annoyed by the forecast, specifically the fact that it doesn't get it right. Now, some of you may already know that I enjoy archery and a few times a week you can find me with my bow flinging arrows down a range towards a target with varying degrees of success. And most Saturdays you'll find me out on a large field doing the same thing, just over larger distances and in the open air. Now, I enjoy archery enough that I'm not just a fair-weather archer who you'll only see when the weather's warm and the sun is gently casting balmy rays through thin, wispy clouds. No, I'll be out there in the rain, the wind, the cold, any one of those three, though I will draw the line when they all come together. It's no fun standing in a field in the cold, windy rain. And so, as the winter draws in, I will generally on a Wednesday or Thursday night check the weather forecast to see what I can expect before potentially booking myself onto a lane for the Saturday. And what I've found is that those forecasts are not always right. Though they may be better than they once were, but what's even worse is that they don't always agree. The BBC may say one thing while Google tells me another, the Met Office a third thing, and then AccuWeather, ITV, NetWeather and all the others add a new combination into the mix. It seems that weather forecasting is hard to do well. We can describe the weather quite accurately, but we cannot forecast it well because we do not fully understand it. The best that we have is a series of probabilistic models that will give us an estimate within a certain range of certainty. But even then, those complicated models crunched out by modern supercomputers can still disagree. Because the weather is what mathematicians call a chaotic system. It means that even a tiny error in the starting data or a slight change in the initial state can have a dramatic impact on the result. You might have heard it described poetically as the butterfly effect. The phrase refers to the idea that a butterfly's wings might create tiny changes in the atmosphere that may ultimately alter the path of a tornado or delay, accelerate or even prevent the occurrence of a tornado in another location. The butterfly doesn't power or directly create the tornado, but rather that the flap of the butterfly's wings can cause the tornado through a cascade of events. This presents an obvious challenge to prediction, since the initial conditions for a system such as the weather can never be known with complete accuracy. And it's not just that we haven't developed sufficiently accurate measuring instruments yet, but that it's physically impossible due to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, which tells us that whilst we could, with good enough instruments, know with absolute precision the location of something, 
or to know the speed and direction it's moving in, it's impossible to know both. The more precisely you can know one, the less precisely you can know the other. No wonder then that we can't get our weather forecast right, because we can never fully understand even the weather at this moment. Now, King Solomon had no idea of chaos mechanics in deterministic nonlinear systems, nor the quantum mechanical theories as they apply to canonically conjugate variables. In fact, I'm quite certain that most of us have got no idea about them either. Yet he was still inspired to say, Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind, so you cannot understand the activity of God. We cannot understand the activity of God because we cannot understand our world sufficiently well. I may get frustrated that I do not know why some things I wish to never happen will, and I may grieve over things that I'd hoped yet never came to be. I may at times be oh so confused by the choices God makes as they affect me and those whom I love. In fact, I may even get angry at him and question him why he did some things and left others undone. We cannot understand God's plan because we do not have, because we cannot have, the full helicopter view. Job found this out when God spoke to him. Who is this that questions my wisdom? Brace yourself like a man, because I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you know so much. Who determined its dimensions and stretched out me about it if you know? Where does light come from and where does darkness go? Can you take each of its home? Do you know how to get there? But of course you know all this. For you were born before it was all created and you are so very experienced. Have you visited the storehouses still want to argue with the Almighty? You are God's critic. Do you have the answers? Will you discredit my justice and condemn me to prove you are right? Are you as strong as God? Eventually, just as Job did, I have to acknowledge that I do not have the full picture, either of the past, the present or the future. It's not easy sometimes to accept that we do not know it all. It's particularly hard to accept that we do not know best. But part of being a Christian is acknowledging that God does, and then believing that he has made the best decision, even though I oftentimes will simply not understand his choices or his plan. I need to take it on faith based upon everything else that I know of him. And I need to trust him because I know that he loves me and because I know he loves those I care about too. And that's just as true in the bad times as in the good.